Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Honest Abe, Lady M, and Brandon the Mick are here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the crew, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Am I on? (laughs) Good morning. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. I am your host, Honest Abe, along with the gang, Brandon the Mick Foster. I'm almost there, I swear. Back from his uh, trip and adjusting still. My mics are running away from me. Hey, man. And the lovely lady, M. Yes, the talent is here. Yeah. The, 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 the <laughs> in talent. form. In the form. Talent. Her head is getting so <laughs> oh, big. How, how rough was that meeting in there beforehand? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, gentlemen. We, listen, we got big shoes to fill with Lady uh, M here. It's getting out of control. We, we got to catch up. <laughs> well, I mean, we were at the Camacho uh, Lounge opening of our Camacho Cigar Lounge over in Port St. Lucie last night. Great turnout. Even, I mean, it was It was hot. drizzling. I was a little worried. Everybody showed up. Place was packed. Um, a lot of thanks to uh, Christian Aroa and mm-hmm. Dylan Austin and Carlos and the Fontana family who showed up mm-hmm. for our, our South Fontana memorial that we had there. And a uh, great crowd, partied hard. And, you know, of course, uh, about midnight, it's time for me to roll home. Now, I, now, now <laughs> we're giving, so great. Yeah, we're giving away a Camaro. <laughs> we're giving away a 2011 Camaro for our 15th anniversary. And uh, we drove it up there to park outside so people could see it. Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, yes, it's it looks like great. a rocket ship on the inside. So I didn't have a ride back, so of course. I hop on our big, we have a big red truck, advertising truck. So I hop on the truck with Cooch Drive back. Say goodbye to Lady M. Tell her to get home safely. I guess you didn't go home. I didn't go home. I'm, in, I'm still in the same clothes as last night. Strolled in from for strolled in straight from the Pizzle. The Pizzle. Poor St. Lucie. Thank you for the hospitality. <laughs> And where did you go to? Body, Body talk. Body talk. Oh my god! You want to talk about a, a strip club? I mean, for those of you not in Florida, you know Port St. Lucie is known as the Pizzle. So tell us um, about your experience at Body Talk. You last know what? Night. First of all, I felt like I was walking into the back door at like some like restaurant, like whatever it may be. <laughs> some eighty-five-year-old man sitting there taking IDs. I'm like, really, buddy? Come on now. Um, you know the girls are uh, beautiful as always. What more can I say? Body They talk. were beautiful. No, man, they were <laughs> Don't lie. Well, anyone listening to the show that was there last night, that you know the girls we, I'm talking about. We saw your purse. You made more tips I know, than anybody I did. there. I did. Yeah. I fucking, I made it, <laughs> I made it rain. Drop. Okay. All right. Great, great job there. Um, on that note, <laughs> for folks all out in Wellington and, uh, uh, Palm Beach Gardens, um, our new store has been open now for a week in Wellington over at Forest Hill Boulevard. Uh, go see our friend there, uh, Michael Weiss, and uh, take a look at the beautiful cigar. Ha- beer and wine lounge there. Been, I got to get down there. Been this doing week, very yeah. well. I stopped by, hung out a couple days this week. Nice. And um, newly, we have a store now in uh, Palm Beach Gardens. Yeah. Yes, nice. the old Sabor Havana is now. We in, do? Yes, the old Sabor Havana over at uh, PJ Boulevard off of Military Trail is now a smoke in store. So we are spreading fast. Stick around, gang. Uh, we always have a lot of giveaways. Uh, we have a uh, Zycar and Monte Cristo trivia. Social media. 
Social media, if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, we're giving away a five-pack of Four Kicks, the newly released cigar by Crowned Heads, founded founded by uh, John Huber and Mike Condor, formerly of CAO. So that'll be, if you hear the social media word that you picked up on Facebook and Twitter, you will get a free five-pack of Crowned Four Kicks from Crowned Heads. <laughs> I knew you could do it. I was getting there. I had faith in you. And speaking of Four Kicks, that's what we're smoking today. We are smoking Four Kicks, the new cigar... Uh, by Crown Heads, uh, John Huber, Mike Condor. Um, I'm enjoying, I, I, I smoked now a couple of these, really enjoying the cigar. It's uh, Ecuadorian Habana wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan binder filler. It's a medium bite cigar, com- you know, a little complex, not too dull. It's got a nice blend of spice and sweetness. I, I'm smoking the Sublime size, the 6x54, which is, which is a little bit bigger than the Toro, which is my really go-to size cigar. Retails for about 840 Uh What size are you smoking uh, Corona Gorda, it's my it's my size of choice. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with it. Uh, smoking the Corona Gorda, I actually uh, I smoked this cigar for the first time yesterday. I'm still catching up on cigars from the trade show and all the new stuff that's coming out. What a great cigar! It it makes the perfect second cigar of the day. You know, just enough spice to let you know it's there, not too overbearing. Really nice stick. That's, La- and uh, yeah. $7 price tag on the Corona Gorda. Really affordable. Yes. La- Lady M, do you even have a clue what you're smoking? Yeah, I'm smoking the same cigar, but uh, Robusto. And it's a little rough right now because the last thing I need is a yeah. cigar. I know, I know you're going to light that up right after the show. In I fact, just, we should make her light it up right after the show. I know. I just finally took my sunglasses off. That was rough. <laughs> well, as always, we will cut and light our cigars with the fine products from Zycar, guaranteed for life. Never fails. And um, this week, the lucky winner, when you hear the Zycar word of the day, will win a 009 pull-out punch cutter. Uh, black retails for $35. And a Stratosphere high-altitude uh, windproof lighter. And also, uh, oh, this one comes in clear with a retail of uh, $30. So the Zycar word of the day, I believe, is crocodile. That's the Zycar word of the day. That's what they tell me. Crocodile. So when you hear the word crocodile anytime after this point during crocodile. the show. No, no. No, after, no, no. After this point now. After this point now. <laughs> uh, be the first to call in and you'll win that Zycar set. So that all being said, Brandon, tell yes, us what is up in the world. Oh, we had some good ones. Mm. Okay. Now, we've all been to the zoo. We've all had a lovely time. We've all had too much to drink. Hopefully, not everybody has combined these two activities. But in Brazil, uh, I cannot pronounce this guy's name. So we will call him Santos. It's got, he's got this crazy name. It's ridiculous. Run with it. He, he went to the zoo. And little Santos, he's not so little. He's an old guy. But uh, he got absolutely, I'm going to assume, way too drunk. I hope that's the case. Uh-huh. I hope he's not this stupid. Got drunk at the zoo, climbed over the fence to go into the monkey pit, oh swam God. across the moat. You know, there's a big right. moat separating the thing from the, right. the spider monkeys over in there. And they call them spider monkeys. But look, look at, the, look at these monkeys. That's a gorilla. It's, a, it's like a gorilla or like a howler monkey oh, looking yeah. type of thing. They're big. So at any rate, what you might imagine 
actually transpired. He swam all the way up to these monkeys who are unbelievable, ter- unbelievably territorial. Right. And they just start attacking him like nothing, like like they're you know, <laughs> like they're supposed to, because they're wild, vicious animals. You idiot! What do you think was going to happen? And monkeys are supposed to be so friendly. No, 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 no. That's the ki- that's the <laughs> that's misconception. The yeah, that's why this that. happened. Absolutely, monkeys are vicious, horrifying animals. There's a video of oh this guy. Gosh. There's a video of this guy getting attacked by these monkeys. Ouch. He deserves this. You leave those monkeys alone. That's they like are that's, not. That could be our ash hole of the day. I know. They, well, well, we'll see if it holds up. But they, they are not to be trifled with. So he got, obviously he got all torn up. They bit him to pieces, had to rush him to the hospital. And nobody in the crowd had any sympathy whatsoever. Father of the Year Award in Detroit. This is pretty astonishing. A uh, father in De- Detroit was driving with his two ki- uh, two kids, one of them two months old, in the car. Uh-huh. Hit and run, ca- caused an accident. He tried to tried to flee in the car. Eventually, ran aground <clears throat> and left the car. Totally fled the scene with his two daughters still in the car. Oh wow! He just pieced out of there. Genius. Yeah, absolutely. So now he's in a whole heap of trouble. Um, By the way, he would have just kept running, but his tire blew, which is why he had to stop the car and abandon his children there. So now not only is he in trouble for the hit and run and got a bunch of charges pending, but now he has child neglect charges. The kids have been uh, taken away and the whole thing. And good for them. This guy has no business. Procreating, no, no, definitely not. procreating the species. And while we're on the uh, car kick right here, I got a good news, bad news story. Let's hear it. In Albany, a woman had to show up for her court appearance. She had to. It was her court time. It was time to do it. Right. And the good news is she showed up on time, ready to go, ready for action. Good for you, upstanding citizen, righting your wrongs. She had to show up because she had charges including uh, unlawfully fleeing a police officer, reckless driving, aggravated, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle, also some uh, possession of marijuana, and then some other charges of petty larceny. And it's like Emily last night. Exactly. Oh, and, uh, and they want to go there. <laughs> they threw on uh, endangering, a child wel- endangering the welfare of a child on there earlier. That's what she was going to court four okay uh and good for her she showed up only problem is she showed up in a car she had stolen that morning so she could arrive to the courthouse on time astonishing wow by the way you can't steal cars anymore did you know this it's over. Like the stealing car era is just totally over. Everyone well, has. Two, everyone has like yeah, those little OnStar got, things. That's, that's and, how they got caught. Of course. Everyone's got the OnStar and the GPS and the things. That, even if you don't know you have it, you probably have it. Right. You know, that's just, that's just how it goes. Uh, if you were counting on Obama getting eaten by a crocodile on his upcoming trip to Australia, you are out of luck because President Obama is now the proud owner of uh, come on, Brandon, get your head together. $50,000 in crocodile insurance. This is not a joke. Literally, crocodile insurance for his upcoming trip to Australia. At least he didn't. At least I didn't buy it for him. It was a gift from. The, so should he know. get eaten by a crocodile? His family gets fifty thousand yes. dollars. Oh exactly. Great, great policy. That it's is it's awesome. phenomenal. 
just a, just an outstanding situation. All right, and I'll uh, let's see here. Oh no! Okay, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. I, got, I just picked up the wrong piece of paper. I'm sorry. He's... There. Every time I do research for the news, I come across these stories. I'm just saying, at, you're making Adam look better and better as the, as the minutes go on. How dare you? As, as the minutes 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 goes minutes. on. Okay. Minutes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> Did I slur? So A little bit. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to find Abe. You keep talking. I'm gonna call you out. Let's do this. Let's let's go. <laughs> All right. Every time I do research for the news here, I always find these stories of people abusing nine one one. What? Who is calling nine one one over and over again? There was a there was a story earlier. I I believe it was out of like the Missouri area. A guy called nine one one sixty seven times through the course of two days. Wow. It was astonishing. Like what? You're asking for it, bro. But at any rate, I wanted to play this one. A forty eight year old man. Called 911 five times in Kendall County, Illinois. <clears throat> this is like 40 miles outside Chicago. But wait till you hear the reason he was calling. Oh we, we actually have the audio of this Quiet. one. Do you have an emergency, sir? Yes, I do. My emergency is my phone don't work. Okay, what's your address? One oh blah, 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 blah. Okay, you understand that? No, sir, I did not understand that. What is your address? How about you want my phone number? I don't know why your phone is not working, sir. Well, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> on whose part? <laughs> on, who, on everybody's part. Okay, well, we're going to have an officer come over no, and, we're not and help have you an out. an officer come over and help me out. Because uh, I don't know what else to tell you, sir. He can't help me. He's How do you know? Guy. Because they'll shoot me with a gun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We need this quality. guy. We need this guy to call Smokey. He'd be a great dummy dialer. I was about to say they got their own dummy dialers going on. Unreal. Well, listen. Before we go to break, uh, don't forget if you want to talk politics, we got Chris Basso coming on with the fray. Give us a call at eight seven seven nine six zero nine nine six zero. We always hear you guys uh, shouting out in the box. Give us a call and let us know what's going on. Um, now, before we go, I want to do a little new segment that. Adam started last week. Oh, no. He didn't do a good job, so we're going to try to salvage it. It was called <laughs> no. Future News. So here we go. On this day, in the year 2012, in an ironic twist, no one will stop Jerry Sandusky from getting raped in prison showers. <laughs> no? Too soon? Too soon? Hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay. On this day in the year 2012, a year from today, Penn State scandal will fade away, leaving residents of Pennsylvania to focus on the state's other horrific sports tragedy, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you tr- you're trying to bash on my Eagles right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> on this date in the year 2012, the NBA will finally be back, but no one will care. And on this that was it. Oh, <laughs> that was it. No this one will is care. Oh Wait, on this day in the year. <laughs> Hold on. On this date in the year 2021, now. The annoying hipster guy in your office will be asking, will be still talking about how much NBC sucks or canceling community. And my <laughs> oh, favorite. is over? <laughs> yeah. You'll be the guy, Brandon. <laughs> and finally, on this day in the year 2056, there'll be a nuclear attack, and the only survivors will be the cockroaches and the Kardashians. Oh. Don't go anywhere, folks. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. 
Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, it's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoking shelves, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estates Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastron Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Reports, best of the best. It's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth rate. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars. And one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars 
than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by Master Blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great, they're Casa Magna great. Honest Abe here, and I gotta tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach Honest Dave, Lady M, or Brandon and Mick, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. Move upside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. Move upside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. So we definitely got to talk about it. We definitely got to talk about Adam. <laughs> He, he deserves it. Oh, we're oh, talking about the car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio. Honest to here with the, with the gang. Brandon the Mick Foster and the lovely Lady M. Listen, so yesterday, we didn't get into this. Lady M, who says, I'm leaving now. I you know, give her a hug. I said, get home safely. Think she's on the way home. Making responsible decisions yes. so far. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I talked about that I drove the Camaro up there, so I had to get a ride back with Adam. Right. So we hop in the big red truck. We're driving along, driving along. We're like two miles. It's a good 50-minute drive between Port St. Lucie and the Jupiter exit. It's a hike. Yeah, and we're like a mile or two away from Jupiter exit. All of a sudden, I hear, I hear Adam go, oh, no. <laughs> I said, oh, no. What the heck's oh, no? Um, we're coasting right now. Coasting? <laughs> we're out of gas. He runs out of gas at midnight coming home. On a rainy day, truck's got no electric. No one's around. We're, anyone who we left who's up, well, we figure Lady M was 10 minutes ahead. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Call Emily, of course, doesn't answer the phone. She's too busy getting drunk and yep. stuffing dollar bills down her bra. Uh-huh, uh, you know. uh-huh. that sounds and, about right. So a uh, big thanks goes out to uh, Matt, uh, Port St. Lucie store manager, who came to our rescue and drove down and bought us the... Uh, well, Matt came back. He goes, did you, gas. you know? But you know, I go to Adam, really? He goes... It went from a quarter tank to nothing, like instantly. <laughs> so that was his response. I can only imagine what the inside of that truck, with the conversation, with the non-FCC compliant conversation was. I would not want to be in the car with Eve and run no. out of gas. Because no matter what happens, no. it's definitely your fault. So <laughs> yeah. you are Yeah, if you don't fill up the car with gas, it's your fault. You know what? And this this time, I'm with Abe. It, yeah. it is your fault. I know. Well, Either way, whatever. congratulations goes out to Steve from Jupiter Farms. Heard our Zycar word of the day. Nice little punch cutter and lighter will be coming out to you. And folks, we're going to get ready for the fray with Chris Chimbasso. Talk politics. But before that, we'd like to play a little commercial. It's Christmas time. It's that time of year. You know, I'm feeling in the mood. And, you know, the Occupy Wall Street protesters now are, like, being, you know, packed up. And with the temperature dropping... The movement might be on its last leg, so, you know, here's an early Christmas song to help celebrate. 
outside is frightful And the bums are getting spiteful Hey, Wall Street ain't skid row Time to go, time to go, time to go Well, they don't show signs of stopping Even though the temperature's dropping Turn the lights out on the freak show Time to go, time to go, time to go When they finally give up the fight Oh, how they'll hate going back to the norm So take a tip from a guy on the right Take a bath, get a life and conform <laughs> So stop your socialist crying Oh, and try some job applying There ain't nothing that you are old Time to go, you got B.O. Time to go 99% Ooh, it's time to fold the tent <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody Chris, Chris Basso, are you on the air, Chris? Absolutely, man What a, what a great tune <laughs> <laughs> We played that one just for you, buddy I appreciate that. I, uh, I, 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 guys, I can't even imagine what is going on in this country. It's so scary if you really you stop and you think about it. Uh, I mean, we're we're going to have a revolutionary war in this country. Are we killing anybody on pay per view this week? Are we? Uh... Uh, <laughs> fill me in, Chris. I'm I'm a little lost. Hey, lady. I'm listen. Hey. Listen. Uh, this Occupy Wall Street is starting to look more like a I, I, I hate to use conspiracy terms, but almost like a secret society attack uh, to, to, uh, to socialize our country. And they're doing it in such a, a, a crazy way. You know, I, I understand. I, I feel the frustrations of, of most Americans that supported this Occupy Wall Street. Nobody wants to get ripped off by the big bankers. I mean, these people are wolves. They're taking houses from people. And, and the money being made and the bonuses going being paid out, I can certainly respect and understand your frustration. But it's time to go home and get a job. It's time to go home and, and, and do something. Christmas is right around the corner. What, are you just going to sit there and stand with your hand out, hoping to get somebody's going to give you money to give somebody a gift? They're not moving. They're going to ring a bell with a little red uh, pot next to them, you know. <laughs> you know exactly. So, so what I see, what I see happening, which is which is really scary, is that the Democratic Party, whether it be Nancy Pelosi or even the Obama administration, nobody is speaking out as to how disgusting the protesting is getting. I mean, you have people fornicating in the streets. You have people using drugs. There's robbery. There's, there's been murder. There's been seven or eight cops that have been injured. It's it's becoming riotous down there. And and the disgrace is, is that I believe the Obama administration is campaigning on this. It's like they're sitting back, not saying anything, letting things get disgusting. They want to see the true frustration in people. But this isn't the real people. This isn't you or I. This isn't Lady M. Uh, it's this is. This, this is people whose sole agenda is to not work. Sole agenda is to socialize this country. I don't know. And, I don't know. Chris Lady M does got a little bo this morning. You know, no, I don't. Home, so. I'm fresh. Hey, 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 that's impossible, pal. That's impossible. <laughs> it might smell like booze in here, but it's definitely not bo. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, um, the fact that the media is not covering any of this stuff, uh, it, it, it's just scary. 
It's really scary. I mean, if you turn to Fox, they're all over the place. They're saying, why aren't these people occupying the, uh, the White House? I mean, look at Solyndra. Look at uh, uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and the, and, and the amount of bonuses and the fact that they owe us $114 billion, but you still have the 10 top executives looking to get paid $13 million in bonuses. Why doesn't that piss off Occupy Wall Street? Is this Occupy Wall Street thing going to last through the winter, though? Honest to God, I mean, it's going to get to pack cold. Up. They gotta go. Yeah, they're going to get. They told them to pack up, right? Right. But is they it... clear? Yeah, they cleared them. What, what's now, but now what's their get, next guys, move? They're getting more violent about things. I mean, now they're threatening to blow up Macy's. No, come on. Uh, oh, absolutely, bro. Turn on your TV, man. No, and I won't. Like, I won't do it, it. I get my news from you. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, it's like the liberal media is eating this stuff up, and all this stuff does, it, 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 they blame Republicans. They blame rich people. Unfortunately, people have this immediate association between the 1% and the Republican Party, when it's quite the contrary. The 1% is really the Democratic Party. Look at the way these people have been spending money. We're $15 trillion in debt right now. Mm-hmm. That's the greatest sign of it all. And we're giving money to people who helped us get into the White House. Look at the Solyndra money. Follow the paper trail. Why isn't Occupy Wall Street occupying the White House right now? That's what I'd like to know. Well, you know, Chris, uh, we're talking with Christian Basso here on The Fray. Um, you brought up Nancy Pelosi. And we actually got a uh, a, a question from uh, Gary, Gary Dorfler of Battle Creek, Iowa. Wow, we got people listening in Iowa. Interesting. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Okay, Gary. Here's a question. Why is Rick Perry, who's running for president, wasting his time challenging House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi to a debate next week in Washington? I guess they got in some kind of tiff or something, and uh, she criticized him. He's, he's challenging Nancy Pelosi to a debate. Is that normal? It's it's not normal, I but I, I'll tell you what. First of all, if I was Rick Perry, I, I love the guy. I know he's a good American soul. I know he wants what's right for this country, but he shouldn't be challenging anybody to a debate. Um, he, I, he might be literally the worst debater I've ever seen. Oh, no. But, yeah, he's horrible, Brandon. But the, the reality is what they're speaking about and what's going on is um, – you have Rick Perry and just about everybody's up in the air right now with the insider trading scandal that's taking place through uh, our, 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 uh, the, through our Congress. Um, there are uh, uh, congressmen and congresswomen who have been privy to inside information and have been tracked to the second that they were in that meeting to using their personal cell phones and unloading stock a day before uh, catastrophic news was going to come out and, and plummet the price of the stock. Now, if that was you or I, we'd be sitting in prison right now for the rest of our lives. And maybe if we were lucky, we'd do three years like uh, our year like Martha Stewart had to do. But these congressmen are untouchable. They're untouchable from all this. And Nancy Pelosi, it was her who led the campaign on trading on inside information. So what Perry wants to do is he wants to make a spectacle of this Nancy Pelosi, who, to be quite honest, is a big mouth. She's, in my opinion, a female version of the devil. Oh. I, I mean, she's a true socialist. Somebody gave her a title that we never should have given her before. And, and you know what would be great? To see somebody as, uh, as unarticulate as, uh, as Rick Perry sit there and debate against her. Because the reality is, is all he has to do is debate the truth, and she has nowhere to go. 
And what's been going on is, is there's been a lot of press coverage because she made fun of Rick Perry, saying, if I was Rick Perry, I wouldn't talk about debating anybody. In, 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 in light of him making fun of the fact, of not making fun of, calling her out on the fact that she's been inside of trading. So that's what, that's what we're speaking about there. And honestly, I'd love to see Rick Perry do it. I think, number one, he has nothing to lose from this point. I mean, if he could get on national television and debate uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi and really publicly abuse her and the entire administration, I think that'll be great for him. Maybe it'll slingshot him right back up into candidacy again. Chris, um, we have a question from the shop box uh, from John D. Uh, he says, why, why um, ask Chris, why Congress, both parties, can use Endear Info to buy stock and no one else can? Well, that's what we're talking about here. I, honestly, Lady M, that's wrong. It's a hundred, it's a thousand percent wrong. And to be quite frank with you, you know, as much as I beat up on the Obama administration, this is exactly why this type of stuff comes out. When the whole world, or 50% of this country, is against uh, re-election of Obama and they disapprove of, of how he's running this country, start spinning the media, wag the tail a little bit, wag the dog. They're throwing all this stuff out there to take the attention. We forget all about Solyndra. We forget all, uh, all about uh, the $535 million. You don't hear nobody talk about it anymore because you've got Occupy Wall Street occupying the simple-minded American people that can't focus and concentrate. You've got the Occupy taking our eye off the ball. Listen, I am so scared at how much media coverage I see about them lambasting uh, Newt Gingrich and Mitt Romney and how nobody might be able to beat Obama. You keep saying these things, and you're naturally brainwashing the simple idiots who think that the Occupy Wall Street people are good people. And that's what scares me. We might lose this, this upcoming November. And that's a scary, scary thought. Hey, Chris, but yeah. aren't both parties taking advantage of the uh, insider trading? Yeah, a, a, both parties uh, have been um, accused of doing it. According, uh, there's uh, supposedly a book that's out, and I can't remember the author's name, but I do want to go get it. Uh, that speaks about how both parties were taking advantage of the inside information. And listen, guys, it, it, we can't be naive to think that uh, both Republican and both Democratic parties are, 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 are innocent angels. We know they're not. You can't be in politics without being uh, a little bit uh, rough in the knuckles, okay? But the reality is, is we've never, ever in our history ever had a president spend nine and a half trillion dollars and not be able to turn around our country and our economy. I mean, this is some scary, scary. And he's out there uh, begging for $500, million, $500 billion more to his, uh, his American job act which his own people shot down. I mean, there are just some people who are not qualified to run this country. Stop looking at his color. Stop looking at it as the wealthy guy is stopping the, the poor guy. Obama's not poor. He wasn't poor when he got into the White House, and I guarantee this, he's not going to be poor when he leaves the White House. No, he's not poor. No, I mean, he's got a $50,000 crocodile insurance on Yeah, he's got a $50,000 crocodile. He's set for life now. Oh, man, this guy, he, he acts like this is the first time he's ever had money in his life, though, the way he's spending it. <laughs> We're talking politics here with Christian Basso on the fray. Chris, you bring up uh, Newt Gingrich. Oh, my man. Okay. I'm fan Newt. According to Fox News, he now mm -hmm. holds a slim advantage over Mitt, Ro uh, Mitt Romney um, in a survey. And um, 
the first to give the former White House Speaker the lead amongst Republicans nationwide. What do you what do you think about that? Okay, what, what do I think? Uh, you, listen, guys, you you since Chris Christie, I, I and I always said. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, quick, Chris, but that question came from Nick Sorrento from Long Island. Okay, Nick. Well, here you go. Listen, I've, I'm a big Chris Christie fan just because I believe you need a guy like him in the White House. But you want to know something? The next best thing is Newt. I mean, for, first of all, I've always felt the most intelligent person in this country should be the President of the United States. And I'll be quite frank with you. There's not a sharper guy in the room at any time when it comes to Newt Gingrich. I mean, that guy knows this country, he knows the laws, he knows the way uh, the ca- uh, ca- Capitol Hill works, he knows the way the administrations in the White House works. The guy is a phenomenal, he's a, he's a freak of nature when it comes to understanding government. And articulate, you can't, do, I, what I beg, I pray for this, I'll tell you what, I'd be willing to deal with another four more years of Obama if he would just campaign against, I want to see him debate against Newt Gingrich. Yeah, That's you know all what? I want to see. I really he would like will to see dissect that too. him on national television and destroy him. He will make Obama want to crawl right back up into his mother and cry and go home. That's what he would do to this guy <laughs> oh if you put the two of them. I'm serious, man. I, Newt Gingrich will destroy him. I mean, he's so articulate. He's sharp. He knows. He, he just under, and he understands the media. You see how he challenges them? He can't stand the media the way that they're spinning things. And it's really a scary, scary thing. We're losing our power as the American people because the media really just keeps brainwashing people. Listen to me, America. Obama has no shot at running this country right. Please stop listening to the hype. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Come out in November and put anybody in the White House other than him. I'm all right with that. I'm so happy you're not in the studio. And there you have it, Chris. Thank <laughs> oh, you for another episode of The Fray, my brother. I love it. Hope, you got it, pal. Hope you have a great weekend. I know your kids are in town. Enjoy them. Dude, thank you. Thanks, Dave. Thank guys. Hey, take See care, ya. brother. I feel any like mo- I just any got more, I thought over. he might blow a vessel, so oh, I thought I'd save God. a little bit. But listen, folks, uh, <laughs> don't go anywhere. We got Meet Your Maker coming up with uh, John Huber and uh, Mike Condor from Crown Heads. Also, your favorite, Dummy Dialer. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. So you gotta listen. That's the rule. Kiss my ash radio on Seaview Radio. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Provada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. 
exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Provada can be best described in one word. Satisfying. Enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion, either for oneself or together with friends. This is a genuine lifestyle. It is Davidoff's. The Good Life, uniting craftsmanship, dedication, and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the Davidoff brand. Davidoff, when only the best will do. Smoke In is a proud Davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed Davidoff white label cigars. For your nearest Smoke In location, visit www.smokein.com. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. You may know Zycar is a world leader in quality cigar accessories, but the HC Series cigars are also second to none. The HC Series cigars available in three different blends capture the spirit of Havana and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich, hearty flavor and tasty smoke. Look for Zycar's new limited edition Salomon, available at Fine Tobacconist this fall. Smoking cigars are proud purveyors of all three blends of Zycar's HC Series cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. For over 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand. Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Major Laser! Major Laser! Major Laser! 
you know the Black Eyed Peas concert is coming up. Oh, the Peas On Wednesday. You want to go, Abe? You don't want to go? Are you kidding me? I got you tickets. Yeah. Do you have any idea how far down the list Black Eyed Peas concert is on my, like, things I want to do? Are you joking? Welcome back (laughs) to Kiss My Ash Radio, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. Don't go anywhere, folks. We've got a great section coming up with Meet Your Maker with uh, John Heber and Mike Condor. It's time for Dummy Tyler. It's that time. Uh, this Dummy Dialer is called Miss Congeniality. For those of you who don't know Dummy Dialers and listening the first time, basically we have these weird, crazy people who call our stores for multiple things, and it's anything but anything that we sell. They've called for fake weed, real weed, urine. Indian blankets. Indian blankets, yep. bath salts. So we decide to prank them and record the conversation. So this one's called Miss Congeniality. Uh, the character is Charlie, but... I like how super friendly, nice this lady is. Go ahead and hit it, Colin. Hello, this is Charlie. How can I help you? Yeah, hey, Charlie. I was um, wondering if y'all sold a product called Flashbang. Flashbang. Or drone. Drone. Yeah. I know about the drones that the U.S. Air Force is using over in the Middle East, but I've never heard (laughs) of a product that we sell drone. (laughs) <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> How about, um, have you ever heard of anything called Epic C? What kind of product is this? It's for your bath, but they sell it in a lot of tobacco shops. Oh, the bath salts? Yeah. Yeah, we got the bath salts. I just never heard of those names. What kind? We got a couple, and I apologize. I know you're a Where lady. Where are you located at? We're located like right, right? Yes, right outside of the center of town. Now, the one thing I gotta tell you, I apologize, but I didn't make up these names, and I don't like to use these words with a lady. But the names are Butt Muncher. <laughs> I I, pro- I promise you, honey, I didn't make up these names. <laughs> Butt Muncher and Rhea Entry. <laughs> you kidding me? I wish I was, but I didn't make up these names. We just okay. Well, look, I live like um, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Spring Hope is that? Oh, How did I, I get there? From I, there? I'm sorry, I understood you. We're in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, are you kidding me? No. Holy. We're in Massachusetts. Big Red Sox fans over here. Okay. <laughs> well, that explains the accent. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Very welcome. I'm sorry we couldn't help you. She was so sweet, wasn't she? She was nice. She was very nice. I love that character. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. Well, guys, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Such soothing music. Especially well, folks, right now. today we have on our show Mike Condor and John Huber, founder of the newly made Crowned Head Cigar Company. John and Mike, are you guys on the air? I am here. Yeah, we're here. I'm worn out from listening to that political segment. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> me, t- me too. I'm it's sweating a, a little. It's only it's only 13 minutes of it. It's only 12 minutes of it. Just a little touch of politics. Got to have it. So, guys, can thanks. We go from that to the to the what was the last thing? The uh, dummy dollar. Yeah, the dummy dollar. I mean, oh. that's, uh, that's a pretty good intro for us, isn't it? If you guys uh, get a chance, listen to our uh, November 5th episode. That was probably the greatest dummy dollar in the history of our show so far. 
That was my birthday, by the way. Oh, it was a great episode. We had uh, Marvin <laughs> Samuel on, but uh, check it out. Well, listen, guys, thanks for waking up this morning and joining us. Well, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Be on. Thanks for the opportunity, Abe. No, absolutely, guys. And so, uh, let, I mean, let's get started. Uh, why don't you guys tell everybody a little bit about yourselves? I know both of you guys worked for CAO originally. And uh, was that your first experience in the cigar industry, fellas? And then how did that come about? Well, since Mike's older and more experienced than I, I'll let him go first. And I'll <laughs> the older part I love. No, for me, uh, I started in the cigar business actually in college. I worked for a retailer in college way back in uh, the, the oh, I shouldn't even say it, but it's the late, late, late 70s. And from there, I went to General Cigar and spent 20 years, eight, 18, 19 years of General Cigar, then to CAO. So CAO's, uh, you know, way down the line for me, but uh, probably the, you know, of all the times up until now, the CAO was uh, probably the most rewarding, actually. Great. How about you, John? Well, I started actually with CAO April fifteenth, 1996. That was my first day, and uh, they were the only company I've ever been with, you know, before Crowned Heads, and kind of, you know, rode it all the way, rode the wave to the shore, so to speak, and, uh, you know, Mike and I both did our time at CAO, and I learned a great deal with that experience, and as I tell people now, I said, look at that as I kind of undergrad, you know, school, and now working with Mike and Ernesto, it's it's like going to grad school. It's a whole different league. Well, cool. Um, just to give our listeners a little history and catch up, so see, you know, CAO Cigars gets acquired by Henry Winterman and then acquired by ST. And um, at what point did you guys begin to think that it was time for you guys to move on and start your own company? And um, why Crown Heads? What was the inspiration behind the name? And how did it formulate? Well, well I mean, I'll take the part about... Uh, well, Mike, you take the first part. What's that? You take the first part. I'll take the first part, yeah. When we started you know, this, thing, this whole project. We, we sold the company in 2007, and everybody stayed on that was involved in it, and we had a pretty good run from the beginning. But, you know, over time, things change, and from the, the corporate management uh, world... They took a little bit different view of, of how to run things at CAO, which was their prerogative, certainly. And I think as it got toward the end, uh, the last year or so, when when uh, it became evident that they were going to move uh, CAO into Richmond at, uh, at General Cigar, that it was probably time for us to move on and think about doing something different. And, and the crown heads? Crown heads was um, I'm uh, to blame for that. Um, <laughs> Good choice of words. That's nice. Yeah, um, we you know Mike and I started talking about this whole thing, and then you know in December January that's when we really started putting things together. And I was tasked with coming up with a company name, image, what have you. And um, so you know with all my free time, I just kind of started writing down in journals like different company names, and I have like notepads filled with stuff. And I would run it by Mike. Some of them he liked. Uh, some of them I liked, vice versa. Some of them we both liked and the attorneys didn't like. So one day I was watching, uh, in January, I was watching The Wizard of Oz, one of my favorite movies, and um, just sitting there. And for some reason, there's this one scene where Dorothy's walking to meet Professor Marvel, and then you see the side of his caravan, and it says, uh, Crowned Heads of Europe, Past, Present, Future. And I froze on that on my iPad, and I took a picture of it, and I sent it to Mike. I said, what do you think of the name Crowned Heads? I said, it's just kind of vague enough that people will ask what that means, but it's kind of has a nice sound to it, whatever. So, you know, we ran it by a bunch of people, including the attorneys, and here we are a year later with crowned heads in our That's first release. Cool. I like it. I think it's a, yeah. it's a great name. Thank you. Thank you. It is pretty cool. Yeah, um, I had to sell Mike on it, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything that you guys took away from your time with CAO that 
you've implemented or your, your time and experience that you have with them that you're implemented and are using in your developing of the Crown Heads company? I would say from my point of view, it's not, it's not that we took something away that we implemented, but, you know, when you spend uh, 10 years, or in John's case, I think 14 years there, you know, you, you certainly form opinions about what's right and what's wrong. And, and you know, you, you're, we had a chance to try a lot of things from a marketing standpoint and, and really refine our thinking on which way to go if we had a chance to do something on our own. So for me, I don't think it's necessarily bringing anything over and using it. It's just, it's just more the experience you gain and, and the time that we spent there. Right, Me, what I took away was my severance package. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner. <laughs> well, it looks like you no. put it to good use. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of like what Mike said. I, you know, I would reiterate that, and I would, I would kind of say, like, you know, I did a blog when we first started the company called a Do Over, and like when my my son plays ball or we're doing something, or video game or whatever, and he's not happy with something, he's like, let's let's do over, let's have a do over. So this was Mike and I's chance, and, and Michael and Nancy's chance at a do over. So it's like if somebody gives you a second chance to do something again, how would you do it differently? And what you're seeing now with four kicks and crowned heads is how collectively we wanted to do things differently than our previous life at CAO. Can I ask what um the four kicks? What's who sings that song? Kings of Leon. Oh, it's the Kings of Leon song. That yeah, a, that was actually one of my questions. Is it? Now well, you've good. Done I'm glad it. I beat you to it. Now you did it. Great job, <laughs> Thank York. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, the story behind that, I guess that's going to be the next question, is back in 2010, I was probably listening to that song on repeat for about three months. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm like complete OCD, especially uh-huh. when it comes to music. If I find one song I like, I will play it over oh, and over no. and over. No, you're that guy. I am that guy. Oh, and I will drive no. everybody else oh, is crazy. crazy. I'm that girl, too. It's okay. So <laughs> you can relate. But... <laughs> So, uh, you know, and the lyrics just kind of really stuck in my head. And at that time, we were going through the whole dissolution of CAO and being taken up to Richmond and the whole bit. And I just wanted to, like, raise a big middle finger to corporate America and all the kind people and wherever and, and just kind of say, you know, enough, we're going to come back. And this is, you know, the lyrics are, you know, you and your switchblade posse will get our guns from the south. And we were going to, you know, we were bound to determine to stay in Nashville, so we were getting our guns from the south, take it to the yard like a cockfight, four kicks, who's strutting now? So that was really what I was feeling at that time. And fast forward like six months later, it's still kind of stuck in my head. And I started seeing Four Roses Bourbon. I saw Four Graces Wine. So I'm like, Mike, what about, you know, we got a brand name. It's Four Kicks. You know, and then there, there was all these synergies. Of there's four of us in the company, you know, Four Kicks, Four Sizes, all this stuff. So, you know, it just kind of worked. Well, cool. Well, listen, guys, don't go anywhere. we got to take a short little break and uh, pay the bills. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, Mike Condor and John Heber from Crown Heads. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. into Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Honest Abe, Lady M, and Brandon the Mick are here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the crew, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. 
Somebody said it. I was just showing pay attention. Nashville. I know Emily was on top of it. I'm what? Paying we attention even, is for We losers. even told Emily she's been wearing their sweater backwards all morning inside <laughs> out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry I outed you there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is inside out. <laughs> Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. Uh, we're in the middle. Of, we just outed Emily for wearing her sweater inside out all morning. And then I say, endear trading. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Uh, big congratulations to John from Tampa, our social media winner of the word. He heard the word Nashville and won a complimentary five-pack of four-kick cigars. So, John, uh, we'll get those out to you. Now, uh, we have here on the line, we have John Huber and Mike Condor, founders of Crown Head Cigars. Gentlemen, thanks once again for joining us this morning. Thanks again for having us. Hey, Glad to be with you. I noticed you said something about social media. I, I promised somebody that I would say hello to Carlton in Illinois. He follows us on Twitter. So, hi, Carlton. Hope you're enjoying the four-kick cigars. Midwest. Gotta love it. Yep. So, um... Let's talk about your first brand release, Four Kicks. You guys recently uh, released it to only 50 select retailers across the country, of which Smokin was one. Thank you very much. Thank you for having um, me. So it was actually 66. To, to be 66. Well, thank you for correcting me. No worries. Um, at a time in history when, you know, everybody wants unlimited amounts of everything and get as much as you can, you guys took this opposite approach and really went with something exclusive. Tell us a little bit more about your theory and philosophy about why that was done, and give us a little bit of background on the cigar itself. Mike, you want to take the, the philosophy, and then I'll take the cigar? Yeah, well, uh, the, you know, from a, from a distribution standpoint, really, from the very beginning, we, we were looking for something that was, uh, you know, not to, not to use a cliche, but we were looking for something that was really quality over quantity, and, and you know, that really drove our decision in terms of where to go for the, from a manufacturing standpoint. We, John and I really spent the first three or four months of the year trying to figure that out, knowing that would be the decision that we'd have to live with for a long time and and um you know we talked to uh, a lot of people we were we were humbled by the fact that we had as many people as we did that were interested in working with us and making the cigar and uh <clears throat> ernie was really the first the first person that we had sat down with in january and um <clears throat> excuse me and and had a t- you know had dinner with him talked about things and, and then went about our way and talked to a lot of other people and then we came back and I guess March, late March or, or April, and and really got serious with with Ernie about it, and could not be happier from that standpoint. But from the beginning, I think the reason he was interested in us was that we were talking about doing a small batch product, something something on the boutique side and and limited in distribution, really about quality over the quantity. Oh, interesting. And um, John, you want to tackle the six cigar? Of, yeah. Well, we knew. Going into everything, even before we picked the manufacturer, what we wanted the cigar to look like, smell like, taste like. We had a vision for uh, creating a cigar that, you know, at, at the time, everybody was really kind of gravitating towards fuller-bodied, heavier, strong smokes, and we didn't want to do that. We wanted to make our first release something that was really more about balance, and, you know, we, we said medium-bodied but full-flavored. So we wanted a lot of complexity and richness, but we didn't want something that was a chore to smoke, that was difficult to smoke. We think we created a blend, ultimately, that you know even a, a novice can appreciate or a seasoned cigar enthusiast can appreciate because it is exactly that. It's, it's rich. It's balanced. We didn't want one note to kind of sing out louder than the others. We kind of looked at it like as a symphony, if you will, if you don't mind the corny cliche, where one instrument can't be louder than the rest. So we didn't want something to say, oh, it tastes like black pepper or it tastes like this, but it, it's this 
even layer of com- complexity and flavors. And at the end, I think we got, you know, Ernie nailed exactly with, you know, what we had in mind and working with him. It's exactly what we had in mind. There, there's a lot of people you guys could have gone to to create your blend. And you know, obviously you chose the self-proclaimed uh, godfather of boutique cigars, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. <laughs> uh, what yeah. led you guys to Ernesto to do the four kicks and, Will you guys be blending future releases with him, or will you guys seek to diversify who's making your cigars? Well, I can tell you what led us to him in the beginning. Is we, we, as I said, John, I spent a lot of time really working through who the manufacturing partner hopefully would be, and we, we, we did a rating system where we kind of looked at every little component that we could rate of each one of the people that we knew, and at the top of, of, of that for us was really the character of the person involved. I think it was, obviously, it's got to be somebody that can make a great cigar, but we really were... We wanted to hone in on the character of somebody that we would like to be a partner with for a long time, and uh, Ernesto fit that bill for us, you know, 100%. I've known him, I guess, for maybe 12, 13 years, and I know John's had a relationship with him for a long time as well, and he's just a stand-up guy that, you you know, we have 100% trust in him, and that really is what led us to that path, I think, over, you know, if there was one thing over anybody else. And do you guys think you is, is there plans to continue to use Ernesto? Or you guys have any? Absolutely, okay. unequivocally. I wouldn't want to be with anybody right now, but Ernie. Um, it's just been a joy to work with him. It's been a joy to to learn from him. Um, you know, even after my 15 years in the business, I learn something every time I'm around Ernie about tobacco and how he processes it, how he evaluates it, how he validates it. Um, it just makes it exciting again and fun. And, yeah, we are, to answer your question, we're going to be working exclusively with Ernie for the foreseeable future, and as long as he'll have us, I suppose. Um, we're actually working on a new blend as we speak. Uh, Mike and I have begun evaluating some samples in the office for a, a, a release that I guess they kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit. That will be one size in 2012. That will be the preview of a brand, a full brand in 2013. So we're kind of working two years out. Wow. That's cool. Right. And By the way, John, don't don't leave out that uh, Ernie knows where to get the best churrasco in the DR, which is important. Yeah, for that's true too. Ernie did know the best churrasco spots, and uh, <laughs> I eat the same thing every time I go the to the Nicaragua or the Dominican Republic. I have churrasco and papas fritas in every restaurant. It's like, I, it's it's very funny. It's a it's an inside joke with Ernie and Mike and I, but. Bernie's listening. He'll get it. <laughs> yeah, they were on the show last week, both uh, Ernesto and uh, Ernesto Jr. It was great. Yeah, to I heard on. that. Yeah, it was good. It was good, good stuff. Well, listen, for each of the 50 retailers, you're releasing a video on your website featuring their stores. And I found this, me personally, because we're actually working on our video now, awesome. a really cool and unique idea. I mean, whose idea was this, and uh, what's been the response so far? Well, you know, we kind of, uh, it, was a, it was a collaborative idea that, started from the philosophy that we wanted to treat our retail partners as more than just where to buy locations. And we kind of saw that in our industry and said, you know, everybody's got a where to buy, you know. But we really believe sincerely that, you know, that's an extension of our team. You know, we can get the cigar, we can make the cigar, we can package the cigar, and we can deliver it to the retailer like you, Abe. But you have the responsibility of getting it to the next level, which is the end consumer and getting behind the brand and so forth. So it, it really is a team effort. It's not just Crown Heads or it's not just Crown Heads and Ernesto. It's, it's our retail partners. So in order to, you know, quote-unquote spotlight them, that was an idea that we came up with, you know, collaboratively in, in the office to do, you know, video and really kind of focus more on the retailer as opposed to just focusing on where they're at or where you can buy them. Oh, cool. Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. 
We have Mike Condor and John Huber, founder of Crown Heads and their newly released Four Kick Cigars. Um, you know, you guys have seemed to uh, have made a strong showing in promoting your brand and getting on the social media, Facebook, Twitter, and I'm sure it's helped you a lot in getting off the ground. Do you feel that this new social media... Um, makes it a lot easier to come out with a company in a new line than, say, it would have been like 10, 15 years ago? Mike? I don't know if it makes it easier to come out with something, but certainly it's a different method to get to the consumer, and, and it's probably a, a little less expensive method to get to the consumer with, with information about your brand and your company. But like anything else, you know, there are there are pitfalls with it, and, and uh, you certainly can, uh, you know, take wrong paths if you're not careful with it. But, but uh, I think that's... I joke a lot about John being, you know, the, not having any paper on his desk because it doesn't take paper to tweet. And uh, but you know, I know John has really been involved from a social media standpoint going back before really most of us were in tune with it. And I think that's really helped us in terms of getting the message out about the brand and about the company. Well, good, cool. Um, part of your philosophy, your company philosophy states, we're not here to do it like everyone else. And just curious, what specifically makes you guys different than everyone else? And then, you know, what, what is the importance of that? Well, I think, you know, part of that is, is just where we were at for the last couple of years in terms of just being, you know, part of this whole corporate machine, if you will, that just made us say, you know, enough of that. We're going to do things our way and we're going to make our own rules. We're going to go about this a whole different way, which... You know, a lot of people say, oh, this new release, Four Kicks, has been marketed so well, and they're saying it's genius, and da 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 The ironic part is to us, we, we thought it was the anti-marketing approach. We didn't take out any ads. We didn't do any events. We, you know, it was simply social media, just, you know, putting up a website, and yet, for whatever reason, you know, there was much anticipation and buzz and hype, if you will, created around the release of the cigar. Yeah, it's just, it was a whole different way of doing things. We didn't go to the IPCPR. We didn't launch a new product at the, at the trade show. So in those terms, we did this whole release, I'd like to think, differently than anybody else has done a new release. It's just been a different way of doing things and kind of changing the game, if you will, a little bit. Yeah, it's really been received well, too, at, le- at least in, in my store. It's, it's uh, you know, we got people calling before it was out, you know, before I yeah. really knew what was going on about the actual cigar. It's, it's people, been received very well. We got people in the shop boxes that morning asking us which store has them. Right, because, right, right. You know, That's awesome. We didn't yeah, get- I'll, give you, I'll give you, for instance, we got the shipment in on a Tuesday, and so I promised a local retailer that we would deliver ourselves the first order. And I delivered the first order at 3.30, Mike, and I went over there. And 10 o'clock the next morning, the guy calls me up and says, i got a problem. I said, oh, great, I'm thinking damaged boxes or something, whatever. And he goes, I said, what's the problem? And he says, we're sold out. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that ain't a problem. That's a great problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good problem to have. But, you know, he sold out again. And we, we're getting that across the country, getting in pockets where people say, you know, we're already sold out of this. And, that. and we've gotten some good buzz online and some good ratings from some bloggers and we're very happy. I'd like to knock wood that it's, the launch has gone about as well as we could have hoped for. Well, um, for any of our listeners out there, you know, we obviously didn't get enough for all our smoking locations, so there's been three that have been selected. But if you really want to try four kicks, just let anybody, uh, one of our staff members, know, and we'll make sure we'll be able to get you guys some. So um, now I'm told you took the name, as I found out and was told earlier by Emily, from a song by Kings of Leon. So it's safe to say you guys are fairly influenced by the world of uh, music. Especially living in Nashville probably doesn't hurt either. Uh, how else has music helped influence 
you and the Crown Heads brand? Has there been more influence from music on there? I think you can't help but be influenced by music when you live in Nashville. You know, mm-hmm. not to be you know too obvious, but Music City, you know, that kind of thing. And, and music is a, is a real part of, of all of our lives, I think. And uh, you know, if you come to our office, you'll see huge life-size prints of Johnny Cash, Gatemouth Brown, Sam Phillips. You know, we didn't put pictures of tobacco up there because that's obvious. But you know, I mean, we just get a lot of inspiration. I know personally, I do from music, and in fact. You know, without giving out way too much information, the current blend that we're working on now was another musically inspired kind of an idea that I had like six months ago. So I don't know about Mike can probably talk on that point too, but you know, music's a big part of our lives. Yeah, I think I think you're you you know you hit it exactly right. I mean, it's uh, there's so much music and and so much of a music vibe around town that it's it's really everywhere you go. I mean, there's a couple hundred places with live music it seems like every night you see it everywhere and we've been lucky enough to have a few of the friends in the business so that spend time with us and and uh you know as john said with his ocd nature i have to walk into his uh into his area and listen to the same song play over and over and over so it does it it does kind of wear into you after a while but uh it's a good thing for us we really we we, we do get a lot of inspiration from it is there a new song on the playlist right now that uh the next cigar might be named after yeah yeah, yeah, yes, there is. Oh, yeah? That's the answer to that question. Yeah, no, it's you. secret. All right, okay. <laughs> and what makes it even worse for everybody else in the office, especially Mike, is that it's like the first five seconds of that song. <laughs> so I'll play it, and I'll go back in five seconds, play it, and go back. <laughs> so, well, yeah. well, listen, Mike and John, we have Mike and uh, Condor and John Huber, founders of Crown Head Cigars and their new cigar, Four Kicks. I want to thank you guys for really taking the time, coming on Kiss My Ash Radio. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have you on the road again, on the show again in the future, and see what else you guys are up to. Thanks, Dave. It was a pleasure. Wish everybody out there best weekend, and thank you very much for supporting Fort yeah, And have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy, happy you guys Thanksgiving, guys. Coming up. Thanksgiving. Same from go. Abe, I want to tell you from our point of view, we're, we're thrilled to have you in the mix, and uh, we look forward to supporting your stores in the future and, and uh, having a good relationship with you. Goes both ways, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. Guys. Likewise. Be well. Great. Well, listen. Well, that was a nice uh, little segment and interesting. Interesting couple of guys. I'm wishing them the best Very of success unusual. in the future. Yeah. Uh, don't go anywhere, folks. After the break, we got the bloggers corner. Tom Attic from Tom Cigars. We have another dummy dialer, and of course the Monte Cristo fifty dollars gift trivia. Now, before the break, let's tell you the smoking hot weekly deal this week, week number forty seven. Good through November 25th, or until the product runs out, we have the Kane Isn't Abe sampler. It's an $86 sampler, only for $24.95. That's 70% savings. You get 12 cigars, four Kane of Maduros, 4x60, four Trinidad 100th Anniversary Petite Robustos, four and a quarter by 54, and four H. Upman Sun Growns, Short Churchills, four and a quarter by 54. That's less than $2.10 a stick. To take advantage of that deal, visit us at www.smokein.com and look for our hot weekly deal. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on View Radio. Oh, hey, girl, hey. Kiss My Ash Radio on View Radio. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life, the guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild-to-medium-bodied, top-quality smoke. 
With Vegafina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoyt in Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoyt in Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning cigars, not a safe alternative cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best selling premium cigars in America. From the world renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why. Only Fuentes Fuente. Experience the mystery of Gurkha, one of the world's greatest cigar brands. Discover a century of tradition with each uniquely handcrafted cigar made from a variety of the finest tobaccos. When only the best will do, for those with a distinguished palate, indulge in a highly acclaimed Gurkha Grand Reserve. Evil, Assassin, Ninja, and the three new retailer-exclusive brands, Cellar Reserve, Royal Challenge, and Seduction. Gurkha cigars are now available at fine tobacconists everywhere and all smoke-in locations. Join the Gurkha tribe today. EO Brands features cigars that have been rated in the 90s and in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Whether you're smoking a 601 series, the Dark Rich Murcielago, or the Spicy Punch of the Cubao series, you experience a rush of bold and hearty smoke reminiscent of Old Havana. Looking to push the envelope and try the new 601 La Bamba. The 601 La Bamba is the fullest body cigar to hit the market and will surely be a flavor bomb in your mouth. All fine EO brand cigars can be found at your nearest fine tobacconist and all smoke-in locations. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the Laurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the Laurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a 90 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cellars. Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabaguan, Ambos Mundos, or El Triunfador, Fausto, or La Casita. You will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. 
Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. Yeah, we up, up, up in the clouds. Yeah, we up. Yeah, we up. So should we embarrass? So should we embarrass Emily? Go oh, ahead, oh, put me on blast. Yeah, man. I can, I can embarrass her in two seconds. Oh, yeah. Shoot, I don't get embarrassed. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. We're going to do a quick embarrassment here. Ready? I'm so excited. Yeah, go. You know I can do it, right? Do it. Right now, I'm like, I'm Jedi mind tricking you. Ready? Say Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon. <laughs> 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 I've been telling you to practice it every week. And that's just the way I'm going to say it every time. Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon. There you go. That was about oh, as close as there you go. Guillermo Leon. That sounds yeah. so much better. <laughs> well, welcome back, folks. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we got the Bloggers Corner coming up. Tom Edcock from Tom Cigars. So uh should be interesting uh, to see what he'll be talking about today. And um, also Monte Cristo Trivia. Okay, this one. This is an interesting one. This is actually a very unorthodox call. We call this one the Hunt for Red November. Oh, yes. Terrific. Basically, we had a company who sells this paraphernalia stuff calling us to sell us the product. And I guess he had spoken to Sidewinder, which was one of my characters. So I gave him this whole speech, and then the guy says, well, we're going to send you some samples. So he actually sent the shop some samples. Yeah, he did. He did. And this was this was his follow up call with our other favorite character, Boris. Now check out how persistent this guy is. I mean, this guy really he gets a, he gets a prize for really doing a job he trying to sell. Back every day. Wait, and the best is listen to the Russian Navy music in the background. Yo. The guy doesn't say a word. It's Yo. hilarious. Go ahead, run it, Colin. Hello, this is Boris. Hey, Boris. This is uh, Tim over here. How you doing? Hello, Tim. Oh, hey, uh, me and Sidewinder were talking uh, about you guys uh, possibly carrying our uh, product over there. And so I sent him out some samples, and i was been trying to get in contact with him to see uh, what the feedback was on them. Okay, we have product that you sent, Sidewinder. I don't know if we will carry this product, because this product, not like imported product we get from Russia. Okay. So I don't know. But Sidewinder would try and see how he like. Okay. Okay? 
Okay. She has she has your phone number. The feedback going. Yeah, it's the phone number, but uh, more importantly, how's the feedback coming? I don't know. You have to ask him. Yes. Who, Mr. Seinwinder? Yes. <laughs> Mr. Seinwinder. We have to ask him. Well, when's Mr. Winder in? <laughs> He'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow? Are, are you sure? Yes. I wrote that down last time. Uh, I can okay. only tell well, you how much what you I know. Okay. Well, how much are you guys paying a gram? I'm not sure. I'm not sure? To, well, can you share. do me a... Okay. Can you do me a favor? Can you find out what that price point is so when we call you tomorrow we can get you a better deal and get whatever crap you got off your shelf and get you the real stuff in? This is not crap. This is imported product from Russia. Important product from Russia? Imported. Well, it, imported. From Russia? Imported okay. from Russia. Okay. Well, why would you want to eat the cost on customs? Why wouldn't you want a cheaper, better product from us here locally? Because my family make this Russia. All your family makes a product in Russia. Okay, yeah. well, do they want decent prices on chems? Because we provide that, too. I want to sell it in Russia. Okay, I ask them tomorrow also. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good idea, man. And we'll, we'll take care of everything, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, okay, Tim, thank right. you. We talk tomorrow. Wow, that music! That music was great. Guy never says a word. It was Mr. hilarious. Mr. Winder. Oh, Mr. Yeah, where's Mr. Winder? I love it. By the way, that guy called back every day. He is. Did persistent. he send you? Like, did he actually send you oh, guys yeah. stuff? What, what is it? Like the the silly well, stuff? We'll give it to you. It's, you could use it. It'll, improve, probably, it'll help you out. Today. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's time for our bloggers' corner. We have uh, Tom Edcock <laughs> on from TomCigars.com. Tom, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hello, everybody. Hey, How, welcome. How you doing this How morning? Are you? Good. How you doing? Oh man, I'm hanging out here at my uh, pal Ed's cigar shop. Just chilling. Good for you, oh, brother. So, listen, give us a little feedback. Tell us about your site. Uh, well, I mean, it's honestly, it's nothing special. It started out. Uh, I went to a Stogie Review quite often when I first started smoking, so I uh, just started putting my own thoughts on the web, and that's really all it is. And How it means long? That way today. How long ago did you start it? Uh, I want to say late 2007, early 2008, somewhere in that neighborhood. Great. Do you do the yeah. reviews solely by yourself or any any partners involved? Well, for for the most part, I do the writings myself, but mm-hmm. uh, we started doing guest spots on Stogie Review, and that's where uh, Ed comes in from St. Pete Cigar. Nice. I, I thought that he was uh, he's such a good personality and a refined palate that he needed to be reviewing cigars. So... I'm sure, I don't know if you've seen us on a Stogie Review or not. Well, cool. Well, listen, Tom, why don't you tell us about what cigar you're going to be reviewing for us today? Well, it's the Quesada Oktoberfest. Okay. And uh, there's a couple sizes. There's the 6x65 Uber, and I think there's the, I think they call it the Bavarian. It's a 55 x 52 Yeah, that's the Bavarian. Yeah, and that, that one, I, I like both, but I've been doing more of the 6x65s just because of uh, it takes a time commitment. So it gives me an excuse to do nothing for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bavarian has more focused, intense flavors, maybe a little fuller bodied. But uh, it's basically it's a bomb of uh, coffee and espresso, a little some woody notes, and kind of has like a dark bitter chocolate kind of thing going on, like a sweetness, some nice spice through the nose, like a cinnamony spice. And it's kind it's the flavors are real simple, but. It's just the way they're delivered. I think it makes it probably, it might be my, one of, in my top three cigars, I'd say, for the year. That sounds like something I would really enjoy. Yeah. It's actually a nice cigar. I'm actually sad to see it starting to dwindle away, and we're going to have to wait till next year to 
Mm-hmm. You you know the cigar is t- the Uber it's like this big around. Oh well, that's too big. It's, <laughs> it's the heaviest cigar, you know. D- except it's not very long. It's it's heavy and dense. It's gigantic. This thing. Exactly, and I find if you do if you do like a guillotine cut, the draw is just too loose. It's like you're you really lose some flavor. So if you do like a V cut or a punch, it kind of yeah. kind of brings the flavor up. But they they say you're supposed to pair it with a an Oktoberfest beer. I don't know if any of you guys have tried that. Yeah, I have. I've yes, tried I it. have. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I, I quit drinking, so I have not even tried that. But uh, yeah. I, th- I think I think I think Brandon pairs every cigar with a beer eventually at some point. <laughs> Pretty much. I've never had a beer with a cigar, so I don't know what that's like. Well, Tom, listen. Do you have a a rating system you use on your site? Do you have a score system? Is there a, an evaluation method? I I keep it keep it pretty simple man it's like uh i liked it it was okay you know i i didn't care for it type of thing i try to be civil you know like when i started no, honestly nobody was reading it so i would just say oh this was a piece of crap you know or whatever <laughs> <laughs> now that a couple people read it it's like well i'll try to be civil so there's no rating system no numbers or what do, you, what, do you, what, what do you find when you smoke a cigar that you really didn't enjoy do you actually review it or do you just kind of pass out it do I, well no, I review it. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I understand the question right. Like, I mean, you smoke a cigar that you really didn't enjoy and really have nothing good to say about. Do you? Because I've noticed a lot of reviewers really kind of avoid saying most of the time that wow, this cigar just was awful. It's a bad smoking experience. And um, do you know? Do you find yourself that even if you find a cigar that way, you'll still do the review on it, or you just not do the review on it? Oh, uh, well, there's been a couple occasions where it's it's honestly just been not worth reviewing, in my opinion. It's it's like you know, smoking cardboard or something, you know. Mm-hmm. How, how do you do a write-up on that? It'd be like a sentence, you know. It tastes like cardboard. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't, so I'll, I'll, I'll pass on those usually. Uh, Tom, tell us, uh, is there anything our listeners could look forward to uh, coming up that you'll be reviewing? You know, it's, I got a pretty boring site, man. I'm not doing, I basically do a monthly. <laughs> 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 Give yourself some credit. Come on, Tom. I do, I do, You're I do like yourself. a monthly review. <laughs> I do the monthly review with Ed, and uh, you know we we pimp ourselves out on Stogie Review, and that's about it. Probably wouldn't matter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, listen, I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, Oktoberfest, um, <laughs> and uh, hopefully uh, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Absolutely, and I kept it rated G for you guys. So. Thank yeah, you. I, I heard. I Thank heard. You. I was actually warned. I was actually warned Me that, too. that you could get a little, uh, little uh, vocal there. But uh, we appreciate. <laughs> we appreciate time. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. <laughs> I would have yeah. never have guessed him. <laughs> yeah, we we were warned about Tom before he came on from our our local blogger enthusiast. You know, to to be on the lookout. Apparently, wow. this guy is is way more entertaining than he's letting on. You know? All right, before we go to break. It's uh, let's do the uh, Monte Cristo trivia. Oh yeah, should we do it before you go to break? Yeah, so let's do the Monte uh, Cristo trivia. You, you lost your page. There you go. Come on, what do you get have it together? Here's, here's your chance, listeners, to win a fifty dollars gift card courtesy of Monte Cristo cigars. Can be used either in any of our smoking locations or online. Lady M, tell our listeners what they have to know. All right, uh, the scene is from a nineteen ninety three coming of age comedy film written and directed by Richard Linklater. So you're a freshman, right? Yeah. So tell me, man, how's this year's crop of freshman chicks look? What, you gonna end up in jail sometime really soon? I know that. But. No, man. Yeah. No, man, I'll tell you. Yeah. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, 
They stay the same age. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Love, well, if you know the answer, give us a call at 877-960-9960. First caller, win a $50 Monte Cristo trivia card. Also, before you go on the air, we have a public service announcement from uh, David and Miracles Club. David, you're on the air. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, guys. How are you this morning? Good. How are Very you, good. sir? Very well, thank you. Well, I know you have a message for everybody in the spirit of Thanksgiving, so you got about a minute before we go to break, Dave, so why don't you let people uh, hear what you have to say. Well, this year is our seventh annual Feed the Need event, and I just wanted to let everybody know that we thank all of you for your support, and I want to encourage anybody that needs any help this year or would like to participate in our event come by the Miracles Club and have Thanksgiving dinner with us. And where is the Miracles Club, Dave? The Miracles Club is on Military Trail in West Palm Beach. We're a community center where we offer help to those seeking recovery or those in recovery. And we have a lot of volunteers coming out this year, and we do a lot of work with Catholic Charities of Palm Beaches, the Fire Brigade of Palm Beaches, and a lot of our fellow friends, Abe, have been helping contribute this year so we can do this event. And uh, we need a lot of support. So anybody that can help with support or anybody that wants to come help with the event or anybody that wants to come eat a meal, we're going to have karaoke in the courtyard during the event. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And a separate smoking section for all of us cigar smokers. There you go. And how many how many people do you hope to feed uh, this Thanksgiving? This year, approximately 300 people. Last year, we were at 180, and the demand is much higher this year, so we're expecting around 300. Very cool, Dave. Well, listen, uh, anybody who needs any more information, feel free to contact us at one eight 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 smokes one smokes in We'll be uh, we'll get you any more information that you would uh, need regarding that event, Dave. So uh, thanks for calling in. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great afternoon. You too, thank my you. friend. Well, if you have if you haven't called in yet, you can still call us at eight seven seven nine six zero nine nine six zero for your chance at the fifty dollar Monte Cristo trivia card. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. 
Hello, George Rico with Granabano Cigars. Granabano Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into each and every Granabano Cigars. Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon-to-be-released Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Granabano, visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Rico sent you. The Taranio Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Taranio Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Taranio Family Cigar and experience something special. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th anniversary is a 92-rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich, toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean and a lingering sweetness the decade by rocky patel is the highest rated non-cuban cigar ever receiving a rating of 95 the decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness the rich oily wrapper on the decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor enjoy the rocky patel 15th anniversary and the decade by rocky patel They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations, so ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality, the Oliva family of cigars. Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement, living up to their promise of form, feel, and function. Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized Zycar dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach Honest Dave, Lady M, or Brandon Mick, call them. 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Hey, what do you know about a song in the back of your mind? Yes, that boy yes, is sir. looking at you. 
I love it. I haven't watched them much anymore, though. It's, they had, oh my, they had some real winners, like Brigitte Nielsen, it was on it, she's just a disaster, and oh my, and Leif Garrett, and oh, it's terrible. Is he still alive, Leif Garrett? Barely. <laughs> Welcome back. Who is that? Kid. Who is that? There you go. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Welcome back to Kiss My Edge Radio, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. We had a little, uh. Snippet played from a movie. Uh, it was our Monte Cristo trivia movie trivia question that uh, Lady M played for us. And we have a couple callers. Let's see uh, who uh, has the right answer. Who we got first now? We got Tom. Tom from Michigan. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hi, how are you guys doing? Very good. How are you doing, Tom? Uh, great. Enjoying the show. How's the weather up there? Is it getting cold yet? Yeah, it's cold, man. <laughs> I, grew cold. Up, I grew up the first 26 years in Chicago. I don't miss it, buddy. Yeah, I hate snow, man, so I'm kind of bummed that it's coming. Well, I, I got to give myself a little props this week because, you know, normally after the, the, the movie trivia little skit, those phones light up right away. It took people a few minutes to call in. So mm-hmm. I, was saying I, was, I got something that was good enough that it might have stumped a few people. So, Tom, uh, what movie was the, was the scene from? Uh, Dazed and Confused. There you go. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Very nice. Yeah, uh, I recognize. I just watched that and I just to go on uh, Comedy Central. Well done. Great movie. Classic. You want to hear an interesting fact about this movie. Um, it was in uh, 2004. Three of Linklater's former classmates from Huntsville High School, uh, uh, whose surnames are Wooderson, Slater, and Floyd, they filed a defamation lawsuit against Linklater, no. claiming to be the basis of his similarly... Um, those were the names of the characters yeah, in the movie. Right, right, right. So he used the same names. So he used the same names. They filed uh, this lawsuit in New Mexico rather than Texas because uh, there was a longer uh, statute of limitations, la da 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 but it was uh, dismissed eventually. Well, well, all right, all right, all right. Tom, don't go nowhere. Let's grab your information. You have a $50 gift card covering courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars and smoke in. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, Tom. All right, all right. God, I love that character. High school, I keep getting older. High school goes all the same age. Such a great movie. Every time I watch it, though, I just want to follow it up by watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High right after it. I just group them together. I don't know why. That should be one of those package deals, you know, like when you when you find movies like that come together, like they do Ghostbusters 1 and 2 or whatever. They or should sell Alien, those together. Alien 1, Alien 2. I've been watching those all I'll allow week. Alien, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to switch it up this week. I'm going to do my ash hole and long ash salute. And then that way we can just run Ask Lady M all the way out to the end of the show. Ouch. Let's do it. I got good answers. All right. So my asshole of the week. Here you go. This week's submission was by Daniel Boyd of the great state of Georgia. And I think you all saw this coming this week because the winner is Penn State's former assistant football coach, Jerry Sandusky. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sand- it. How can you not think of it? Jerry Sandusky charged with sexually abusing at least eight boys over a 15-year period that he met through the Second Mile Charity, which he founded in 1977 to help underprivileged children. Our submitter, Daniel Boyd, goes on to say, So old boy Sandusky definitely deserves the Asshole of the Week Award. He's one sick bastard. I'm disgusted by anyone who thinks showering with little boys is acceptable. If this is true, he should be strung up by his nuts, shot, and revived repeatedly. Why not? <laughs> the intent would be to show how despicable his actions were. There are not, there's not enough action to be taken here. Well, Daniel, we all hear you loud and clear, buddy. Now, this is a different guy. This isn't the, the original guy that was. 
The guy you're talking about, which I'm sure, because you have no clue of the story, <laughs> is Joe Paterno, right. who's the head coach. No, I know Joe Paterno, but the, the other... But he really didn't do anything I to know Joe kids. Paterno didn't... Yeah, I know. This is the guy who did the stuff to the kids. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Just, just for those people that didn't know out there, I was, yeah, asking, I'm sure the, I was a, asking the question I'm that sure everyone else was wondering. I'm sure there's a multitude <laughs> of people out there who had no clue what I was talking about. I'm just happy Lady M showed up with uh, 10 minutes to go in the show. They, Thanks for coming by. I'm here all day. Can I get my show back? Oh, go ahead. Thank you. Spotlight's on. You have my full permission. Anyways, Daniel, thank you for your submission. A five-pack of Camacho Triple Maduro is headed your way. Want to win a fiver of your choice? Submit your asshole of the week. And if we use it on the air, you win. By the way, speaking of Sandusky, true, true story here. You know, um, he's found himself a new job. Oh, no. Really, he does. Just in time for the holidays. Colin, hit it. And now, it's time for another episode of Jerry Sandusky, Department Store Santa. Oh, no. Hey, kids, as you can see, Uncle Jerry's found himself a new career. Hop up here on Santa's lap and tell him what you want for Christmas. Oh, and uh, take your time. And that was another episode of Jerry Sandusky, Department Store Santa. We're going to get emails. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Oh, God. Never too soon. <laughs> All I right. just feel myself going to hell really right quick, now. Really <laughs> quick, to our long-ass salute of the week. You know, you know, I mean, this is kind of a weird theme we got going on here, but when you hear stories of Sandusky's nature, you often forget to stop and think about the spouse. I mean, can you imagine being, the, you know, the man you married was anything other than the man that you thought or knew he was, or worse, you know, sick and twisted to boot? I mean, I'm sure that's how... Uh, Joanna Findlay of Maryland felt after she discovered a huge stash of child porn on her military husband's computer. No. What did she do about it? She shot him. No. What? Yes. In Findlay's case, though, the shot didn't kill her husband. Gary Trogdon uh, only died after he picked up the gun and killed himself, presumably racked with guilt over the shame of the photos. Now, vigilante justice isn't tolerated in this country, but crimes of passion earn lesser sentences. And in this case, I'd say it was a crime of passion. Even Trogdon himself would agree. Clearly, he thought he deserved to die. So, Miss Finley, this cigar is for you. Here, here. Wow. And now it's time to, if we could wake her up. I'm up. Ask Lady M. I am 100% here. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I should get a video camera. Guillermo Leon. It, there you go. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Here we go. This is from Shelly, 26 years old. Shelly, is it weird that my boss invited me to spend Thanksgiving with his family? I can't spend Thanksgiving with my family this year because the plane ticket home is expensive, and actually I don't mind. But the other day at work, I mentioned that I'd be spending Thanksgiving alone, and my boss invited me to spend it with his family. I was so taken aback, I told him I would. Now I'm nervous. It's a little weird I'll be spending a holiday with the guy who signs my checks. Should I lie to my boss and tell him I can't go? Or would other people spend Thanksgiving with their bosses? Well, I mean, I think I've spent the past three Thanksgivings with you. Yeah, but that doesn't... Why, yes, you have. <laughs> I have. Why, yes, you have. <laughs> so, no, I don't think I don't, I don't. don't think it's, it's awkward or weird at all. I think that you should take advantage of the situation. Your boss is lending... You know, is offering his home to you for the holidays. You have nothing else to do. Why not? I think just like anything else, if you want to go, you go. If you don't, you don't. don't. Exactly. Bottom line. All right, from Carl, 34. I think I know Carl. 
is my girlfriend going to dump me now that she's lost a lot of weight? Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Next. <laughs> she is confident. <laughs> Next question. When, when I started dating my girlfriend, we were both pretty overweight, but I still thought she was beautiful. Oh. oh. Over the past year, she became really devoted to working out while I ate my ass off. I just ad-libbed that part. <laughs> um, and she lost 60 pounds. She looks phenomenal. I, on the other hand, haven't lost any weight. And now I'm the guy people look at and go to, why is she with him? Oh, dude, no. hit the gym. Hit the gym, dude. Hit the gym, dude. Without dude. a doubt. Yeah, if your girlfriend's losing weight and she looks good. I mean, that should be enough you know, motivation for you to go and want to lose weight, too. I don't even want to read any more of this stop letter. It's just pathetic. It's, it's just is sad. It bad? I yeah. catch guys doing my girlfriend. Oh. Carl, don't even watch our show anymore. Don't even listen to our show anymore. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> she is going to dump you, and she's going to go find like some sexy... Brad Pitt, GQ guy. Just, just what, telling you. That's what you would do. That's, that's what, what I would that's do. That's what you do, of course. <laughs> right, lady? I'm no, never. Heartless. No, Vicious. not me. Heartless. It's Vicious. Not so. You should have heard the conversation she, she was having. Oh, she, she's going to be no, walking. Not, not, I'm not saying, but... Oh, I'm, spit it out. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> from Jamie, 30. <laughs> no. Would, really? <laughs> would any woman date a guy who's really hot but who had bad teeth? Ooh. I met a guy over the weekend who's insanely good looking. He could be a model if he wanted to, and he's interested in me, but there's one problem. He's got jacked up teeth. They're pretty crooked and gross, but he's so attractive, I think I could look past his bad teeth and date him. But could you tongue him? I mean, that's... Ooh. Question. Well, I mean, like, how jacked up? <laughs> I don't know. This is pretty jacked up. She used the word jacked. I didn't even add. But I mean, there. it's it's one thing if your teeth are nat- like dirty and and crummy and and whatnot. But if, if they're just not straight, that adds. I think that adds character to somebody. Well, she used the word crooked and gross. Yeah. Right. So it's not looking good here. It's got to be a lot of yellow in there. Yeah. 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 Buy him a toothbrush and just like Listen, throw it out there. You can buy teeth, Jamie. You, you can know? always fix the teeth. Yeah. Right. That's the no. easiest one. I mean, I think crooked teeth. In fact, teeth. I got a couple of friends with new chiclets. They look great. <laughs> new chiclets? Yeah. Is got a new set of teeth. Yeah, chiclets. Well, I'm, I'm the type of girl. Hold on. Wait, wait. I know why. I know why. Ready? I, here it is. Here it is. Drum roll. We got a drum roll somewhere. I got it. Ready? Wait for it. Emily, do you know what chiclets are? The little gums. Oh, hey! she got it. No, but guys, I had braces for eight <laughs> years. <laughs> I was going to bet good money she didn't know what a chiclet is. You know what a chiclet is. You get them out of the machine. <laughs> get them out of the no, machine. No, but whatever. <laughs> I had braces for eight years when I was a little girl. Eight years? Eight yeah. years I had braces. Would I don't want to go into details. Would you have a jabberwocky mouth no, eight I years? No, I had a tooth growing in on the opposite side of my mouth. Where where was it growing in? Like your nasal cavity? Side. Eight the years? That's ridiculous. I know. This is expensive. <laughs> <I'd say. laughs> Holy cow. They went to family fund for Emily's tooth. <laughs> Two minutes. Uh, from Barbara, 50. Barbara, really, at 50, you're really listening to our show, Barbara? Thank you very much, wherever you are. She's listening because I'm on it. Okay? Is that what it Get is? Get yourself straight. It's probably, it's probably Aunt Barbara. It's probably Emily's aunt. Oh Where's she from? Did I say? No, I didn't say uh. her. Is it lame to have a chicken instead of turkey for Thanksgiving? Really? Well, these are the questions. Oh, these are awful questions this week. Uh, is it lame? Yeah, it is. So you have one one time a year to have a turkey. Get the turkey. If it's just you and your husband, 
get it. Eat it, cook it, make some leftovers. That being said, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, we're going to a holiday party. Thanksgiving party. Did you expect is, anything else? I mean, <laughs> is a holiday party a holiday party? What are you yeah. doing for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving Day. Going to a friend's house to eat. Are they having Thanksgiving? Yes, big party. You I, and Jules going together or yeah. splitting up? No, me and Jules are going together. Uh, inviting uh, the Ollies? Yep. Uh, well, um, Jules Ollies. Uh-huh. Oh. Now you uh, See what you did? Now Ollie you've done has it. family here. Oh. Now you've done it. What are you doing, B? <laughs> I'm going to go and try not to fight with my wonderful family. You know. Really? Says, oh, yeah. I love them dearly, but we, we squabble. How could you squabble? <laughs> Your parents are like the sweetest people on earth. It's me, bro. They're the salt of the earth people. In fact, I, I, Mama Uden, if you're listening, you have to call in the show. <laughs> Come hey, what on. are you doing? Uh, in-laws. What? Going to in-laws. Oh, you're going up going to... Going to in-laws, take the kids, go up, up to... Going to the Pizzle. The Pizzle. Maybe I'll stop by, what's it called? Body, Body Talk. Body Talk. <laughs> I'll tell you what I am excited about, though, for Thanksgiving. I finally get some time to myself. My roommate's gone. My girl's going to see her family. I get, like, two days to just hang out. I can't wait. Yeah, we know you're a recluse. Yes. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. You've been listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CVU Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join us next week with our special guest, the one and only owner of EO Brands, Eric Espinosa. Oh, nice. Life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anybody doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ass. Honest Abe signing out, telling you to be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, let God sort them out. been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon. Join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to KissMyAssRadio.com. To me it makes a lot of